Welcome to Smart Poker Study, the podcast dedicated to helping you play more effectively, earn more money, and be 1% better every day. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. In last week's episode number 258, I discussed having a reason for every 3-bet along with my sizing recommendations. It's poker study time, y'all. Hello and welcome to episode number 259 of the Smart Poker Study Podcast. My name is Sky, and if it is your first time here, thank you so much for checking us out. I appreciate your time. Um, If you haven't done it yet, subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcatcher because I have incredible poker strategy episodes coming at you fast and furious. Well, maybe not fast and furious, but at least every week they're coming at you. This is the place for growing your poker skills with practical tips, advice, and action steps because action is the greatest teacher. And of course, for all you repeat visitors who are telling your friends about the show, spreading the word, I truly do appreciate it. Alrighty, today we are talking about your nemesis when you're open raising or maybe isolation raising on the felt, and that is facing a 3-bet. So first I'm going to tell you about how to avoid 3-bets. Next, I'll give you my very simple KISS 3-bet defense ranges. Before we get to all of that, I want to take a little bit of time to let you know that the Smart Poker Study Podcast is brought to you by the Poker Forge, which is my training membership site. It's called the Poker Forge because just like a blacksmith takes a raw hunk of metal, and through hard work, he forms it into something useful and beautiful, that's what we're doing. Through focused effort, both on and off the felt, Poker Forge members are forming themselves into the beautifully winning players that they want to be. We're creating poker butterflies here, people! Members get access to a growing library of strategy videos and resources that cover everything you need in order to become a winning poker player. And this month, we are diving incredibly deep into what you can do to win quickly on the tables right now. I am giving everybody in October, uh, all my all the members of the Book Forge, I'm giving them my newest course for free. The course is called the Quick Wins Poker Course, and it's the 10 things that you need to do right now in order to turn yourself from losing to a winning player, or maybe a break-even to a winning player, or maybe a slightly winning player to a big-time winning player. The course is going to be released to the general public on November 1st, but everybody in the Forge gets it right now. And as of this, uh, uh, as of the day that this episode drops, they've actually had the first four parts of the course already. One per day. So if you're serious about becoming a better poker player and turning yourself from a loser into a winner, thepokerforge.com is the place to be. It truly is a no-brainer. It's like warming up before your session. You just got to do it, right? So head on over to thepokerforge.com to check it out and join today. Alrighty, let's get to facing three bets. Please visit the show notes page for everything I discussed today, along with screenshots and links at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 259. Alright, let's kick it! Gambate! And now for our feature presentation. So did you know that 3-bets are the bane of 2-bets? Yep, I said the bane of 2-bets. Bane is defined as a cause of great distress or annoyance. And I'm sure that hits home for you because you probably hate facing 3-bets just like I do. Making the 3-bet, that can be fun, but facing them, never fun. And do you know why that is? 
you can see for yourself why it's no fun facing three bets after taking action right here. I challenge you. <laughs> Open your Poker Tracker 4 database right now and filter for preflop two bets made. Your win rate, it's probably around positive 100 big blinds per 100 hands. So you're making money when you're two betting. Now, filter for preflop two bets made with the opportunity to four bet. If you have the opportunity to four bet, that means you faced a three bet. Now with this filter, it's what I call the two bet and then face a three bet filter. What is your win rate now? Yeah, I can hear that grimace on your face right now. It's probably somewhere around negative 300 big blinds per 100 hands. The closer it is to zero, the better, of course, but it's more likely negative than positive. Now I challenge you to take action. So now you see why you hate facing three bets. You are profitable when two betting, but as soon as you face the three bet, you lose money on average every time. From this point forward in your poker career, I want you to start tracking these four win rates. Number one is your two bet preflop win rate. Number two is the two bet, then face a three bet. Number three is your two bet, then call a three bet. And then number four is your two bet and then four bet win rate. You're most likely positive when it comes to two betting preflop, and you're probably positive when two betting then four betting. But two betting and facing a three bet and two betting and calling a three bet are gonna be negative, I'm pretty sure. Now, at this point, a lot of people think, okay, I lose money every time I face a three bet. So how can I defend properly against them? Now that is a good question, but that's not the best question right now. A better question to ask right now is, okay, if facing three bets is costing me money, how can I avoid three bets? Wouldn't that be so much better? Totally, right? If you had access to a genie and you can tell that genie to make it so you never faced a three bet again, I guarantee you're gonna be the most profitable poker player ever. So let's answer that question. Let's figure out how you can avoid three bets. Now, you're never gonna be able to avoid three bets entirely, but these four things I'm about to discuss are gonna help you face less three bets guaranteed. Now, as I discuss these four ways to avoid three bets, I'm gonna approach each of them first by discussing your own three betting tendencies to help you see how you can avoid three bets from others. The first way to avoid three bets is to stay tight in early position through middle position. So let's think about your own three betting tendencies. You probably three bet less often versus a player with a tight range. So conversely, you three bet more often versus wide ranges. Your opponents are the same way. If they think you have uh, jack nine suited, seven six suited, king five suited, maybe ace nine offsuit in your range, they are so much more inclined to three bet you wider for value and to three bet bluff you more often. So you want to raise first in preflop with tight ranges in the early and middle positions and start widening your ranges in the cutoff and the button. Having tight early and middle position ranges has two benefits. Benefit number one is your stronger range means you defend more frequently, so they're gonna three bet you less. And benefit number two, with less players to act after you, especially in the cutoff and the button, you're gonna face less three bets. The second way to avoid three bets is to look ahead. So think about your own three betting tendency right here. You three bet players more often when you have position on them, like you're in the cutoff and you're on the button. 
And you also do it when you know you can exploit them post-flop because you have that position in case they call your three bet. Your opponents are the same way. If they can get into a bread and butter situation against you in a three bet pot, they are more likely to do it. So before every open raise, look ahead at the player still to act for anyone with a high three bet greater than 6%. The higher it is, the more likely they're gonna three bet you. Make sure you use your three bet pop-up, like the one I have in my smart HUD, and you can see a screenshot of this in the show notes. You wanna use the pop-up and view their three bet stat by the position that they're currently in. If any player has a three bet percentage in that position greater than 10%, you must simply expect the three bet. Now that you expect the three bet, is your hand worth open raising? If not, just fold. Here's the thing. You know that facing three bets is a losing play. So if you expect a three bet, don't give them the opportunity. All right, the third way to avoid three bets is to make larger open raises. Let's think about your own three betting tendency. You probably feel more comfortable three betting versus a two big blind open raise than you do a three big blind open raise. And you probably feel more comfortable versus three big blinds than a four big blind open raise. When you face that small open raise, it's a sign of weakness. So you look for spots to exploit this by three betting more often. Your opponents do this exact same thing. Most players three bet at three times the open raise sizing. So they only have to three bet to six big blinds over a two big blind open raise. But what size do they feel they have to make it versus a three and a half big blind open raise? Yeah, yeah, they think they have to make it three times up to a 10.5 big blinds. This is often a daunting size to be bluffing with, so you're going to face less three bets when you open raise bigger. If you want to open raise but expect three bets, but you don't want to fold your hand, go larger with your open raise sizing to three big blinds or even more. All right, the fourth way to avoid those three bets is to avoid three betters on your left. Let's think about your own three betting tendencies here. You love having position on weak players. You see this as your opportunity to get aggressive against them and push them around with bets and raises. One of your goals is to tick them off so they spew chips at you when you have a great hand. And three betting is a really good way to get under somebody's skin. Your opponents are the exact same, right? Especially those aggressive ones. So make poker easier on yourself and switch seats when you have aggressive players on your left. If you can't switch seats, leave the table and find a better one. Three betters on your left makes poker more difficult, and as you've already seen, less profitable. You want to be the one making things tough on your opponents. After the break, I'll share my three bet defense ranges. Oh, some lovely shout outs today. We have some webinar purchases. Brad Hunt picked up Poker Mathematics. This is a webinar that I did with Mark Warner, and we covered every single type of poker math available to you. Brad Hunt has his work cut out, his study work cut out for him with this one, but I guarantee it's going to help you out a lot, Brad. And also, Profitable Bluff Seabets and Double Barrels was purchased by Tommy. This webinar tells you exactly what you need to concentrate on for making better bluff c-bets and bluff double barrels as well. So thanks for making that purchase, Tommy. And if you want either one of these webinars for yourself to do some good studying and some learn some new strategies, uh, just go to the show notes page. 
John went ahead and picked up Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. He went to smartpokerstudy.com slash poker tracker 4. He checked out the videos there, saw what Poker Tracker 4 was all about, and he decided this is what he needs to up his study game as well as his on the felt game with the HUD for Poker Tracker 4. So thank you very much for that support, John. Um, oh, and then of course, in thanks for that, I sent John my smart HUD. And also, Bradley and Ross Jack also purchased that smart HUD directly. It's it works with Poker Tracker 4, and these two already had Poker Tracker 4. They were just missing the best HUD in the business. So they went to smartpokerstudy.com/smarthud. They saw all of the features my smart HUD offers and they decided this is what they need to exploit their opponents. Thank you Brad and Ross. Alrighty, back to class, poker peeps. Alrighty, so let's talk about my KISS 3-bet defense ranges. If you go to the show notes page, you're going to see a little screenshot of them right there. And also on the show notes page, if you haven't already picked up my entire KISS cash game ranges with your open raising ranges, ISO raising ranges, 3-betting uh, and defending against 3-bets, it's all right there for you. So these 3-bet defense ranges go by your position and whether or not you are facing a 3-bet from somebody in position or out of position. The ranges consist of value 4-bet hands, bluff 4-bet hands, and 3-bet calling hands. For example, when facing a 3-bet out of position after open raising in the early position, you're going to 4-bet with pocket kings or greater. And you're going to call with pocket queens through 10s and ace queen or greater. There are no 4-bet bluffing hands in this instance. But if you raise on the button and face a 3-bet from somebody in the blinds, you're going to 4-bet with pocket jacks or greater and ace-king, and you're going to bluff 4-bet with ace-5 suited and ace-4 suited. And you'll end up calling with pocket 10s through 6s, ace-queen through ace-jack, ace-10 suited through ace-8 suited, king-queen, king-jack suited through king-10 suited, queen-jack suited through 7-6 suited, and queen-10 suited. Now, I'm not going to go through all of these different ranges for you. That's just me spouting off a ton of hands. It won't help you out. But once again, just go to the show notes page to see these ranges. And of course, you're going to notice that when you are in position, you're going to be defending more frequently than when you are out of position. And I've got to say this every single time when it comes to ranges. Don't follow ranges blindly. Here's the thing. Your ranges do not know the type of player who 3-bet you, nor their 3-bet percentage. The ranges don't know your history with that person, nor any important table dynamics. The ranges don't know your open raise size, nor their 3-bet size. They also don't know the size of the pot, nor the stacks behind. And then lastly, your ranges don't know if there are any other players involved, or if there are any other players that still have an opportunity to act. All the ranges do is tell you hands worthy of 4-betting or calling versus an average 3-bet range, that consists of value and bluff three bets. That is it. So now that you've gone to the show notes page or you've downloaded the KISS cash game ranges for yourself and you've seen ranges that I recommend to defend with, let me give you some things to think about before you actually pull the trigger on calling or four betting. Before making your three bet defense decision, be sure you know what you're getting into. You are committing lots of preflop chips when you call and even more when four betting. You must take into account the following four factors to help you answer the question. Is this a positive EV opportunity to defend against the 3-bet? 
Your answer is going to guide you to the correct decision. So the first factor is the three betters tendencies and history. So what type of player are they? If they're aggressive, they could be three bet bluffing you. But if they're nitty or fishy, then their three bet is more likely for value. The more bluffs in their range, the more often you can defend with calls and four bets. You need to use their three bet statistic by position. Like I said earlier, anything at 6% or higher contains bluffs. So look for that. But just 6% isn't good enough. You also want to see that it's over a sample size of 50 opportunities or more. Basically, at over 50 opportunities, that HUD stat or that 3-bet stat is a little bit more reliable. The second consideration is the size of the 3-bet. So depending on the player, the size they choose can tell you a lot about the strength of their hand. In general, smaller 3-bets are weaker hands, larger 3-bets are stronger hands. Make sure to take note of any 3-bet sizing tells that you spot. For example, Maybe you saw Susie Buns 3-bet to 12 big blinds with pocket aces. But you saw Susie Buns make it only 8 big blinds with pocket jacks and ace-king. Use this information to your advantage. The third consideration is their 3-bet range. Every time you face a 3-bet, you must assign the 3-better a range before you act. The prior two factors of the three betters' tendencies and their chosen sizing is going to help you do this. If a passive fish with a three bet at 1%, three bets to 10 big blinds, I'd probably give them a tight range of pocket queens or better, maybe even just pocket kings or better. If a tight aggressive player with a three bet at 4% makes it nine big blinds, I'd give them a three bet range of pocket tens or better and ace queen or better, maybe even ace queen suited or better and ace king offsuit. Now, if a mega loose aggressive 3-better three 3-bets three me with a 12% range up to 8 big blinds, and I've seen them 3-bet before, maybe with pocket 4s, king-queen offsuit, and 6-5 suited, I'm giving them no respect at all, and I'm coming back over the top frequently and calling frequently as well. Alright, consideration number 4 is your hand. Now that you assign them a range, you have to compare the equity of your hand versus their range before you call. If you hold pocket jacks and they only 3-bet with pocket queens or better, you must fold instead of call. But if you hold pocket jacks and they could have pocket 4s, king-queen offsuit, 6-5 suited in their 3-bet range, you have to come back over the top or you can call to keep all their bluffs in the pot to earn more chips from them post-flop. Now, if you think they're 3-bet bluffing you and you want to 4-bet re-bluff them, the first question to answer is, can they find a fold? If you think they're committed for any reason, don't bluff them. But if they can find a fold, then choose a sizing that puts pressure on them to make that fold. Most of the time, it's between 20 and 25 big blinds. I challenge you! <laughs> Over your next five sessions, before every open raise or isolation raise you make, look ahead to see if you should expect a three bet. If so, either increase your sizing, fold the hand, or make the raise with a plan for the expected 3-bet. If you're at a tough table with 3-betters on your left, switch seats or find an easier table to play on. Make sure to tag and review every single hand where you face a 3-bet, regardless of how you respond. Now I challenge you to take action!
Alrighty, make sure you head on over to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod259 for the show notes and related links for this week's episode. Thanks as always for listening, and I will be back next week with a brand new episode on my favorite poker study technique. If you learned a bit from today's episode, I invite you to check out thepokerforge.com. This is the essential resource for any poker player at any stage of the game. You want to learn? This is the place to be. We have a growing video library, guided action steps, quizzes, live monthly Q&As, exclusive member-only discounts, perks, and resources, along with a supportive and active poker community. The Poker Forge is the perfect place for you to up your game. So visit thepokerforge.com right meow. My new Alexa skill called Daily Poker Tips, it's now available for all English Alexa users in the US, Canada, the UK, Australia, and India. It's also available as a podcast. Just search for Daily Poker Tips in your favorite podcatcher. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet.